welcome everyone to episode 22 of the Vest and Friends podcast. I got I got special guests, I got regular guests, I got guests in my pockets. I got them I got them out the ass. They're everywhere. It's 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 insane. Uh so so let's let's get the special guests out of the way. Uh, I got I got Matt Much here, specialist of special guests. Matt Much, say hi to the audience. Hi. Okay, great. Thanks, Matt. That was that was super enthusiastic. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, and secondly, I got our, our our old standby, good old Glenn. Glenn, say hi to the audience. Hi to the audience. Hi to uh, Matt, the chicken whisperer. The chicken whisperer. Hi to Dean, man of the pockets. Man, of, I have many largest pockets, pockets in I... all the West. Wow, nice, nice. Uh, Matt, how do you feel about my pockets? Oh, just so many things. Just, just so many things. You're, all right, that's overflowing that's fair. with emotion. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, guys, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, we, we, I picked the cream of the crop for articles this week in the you news because wee wee. I did. I did say wee wee. It's fine. It's fine. This is this is a uh, R-rated show. It's okay. I could say wee wee <sighs> as much as I want. Uh, but yeah, I got the cream of the crop for articles this week. Uh, we're going to talk about what we've been doing since we've been gone. Because we've been away for a little while. It's been about a month. Uh, so we'll, we'll catch back up. And, uh, and we got a nice little fun topic at the end. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. But firstly, uh, guys, what have you been up to? Glenn, uh, to, to fucking lay some knowledge on me. We were on a podcast. That's the first thing we have to say. That's where we yep. went. Uh, Stone Age Gamer tied us up in a basement, tied rocks to our legs, and said, record a year and a half of worth of Game of the Year podcasts. Uh, eventually, we came back out. We got some sun, and, and they let us go, and here we are. So go check out our Game of the Year podcast on Stone Age Gamer. This is our first chance to advertise it since it's actually out. Good plug, man. So Good plug. That's the first thing we did. Uh, once we like stretched and worked the the get the rocks off our feet and and you know distracted Dan with some puzzles and dragons. Uh, I played. <laughs> uh, a, I'm I'm starting up Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm like you inching are. my way forward through that game. It just got really fucking hard though. Uh, Wait, what 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 part got really hard? So so Horizon Zero Dawn. It like it's it's kind of slowly opening itself up as more and more areas unlock to me first area super easy there ain't shit there second area you're like oh there's a corruptor it's terrible super easy doesn't mean shit third area they're like try out these hunting trials hunting trials are super easy no worries you go down there and it's like loot a watcher you're like okay Ice fucking out of nowhere, shooting down, raining down from the sky. Fucking giant ass bulls exploding farts out their fucking asses. Just everyone's just murdering you out of nowhere. It's entirely different from how the rest of the game has gone for me. And it's terrifying. And, uh, it, and it's only gonna get it's only gonna get crazier. And most importantly, this giant fuck off stormbird came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> It was like, you specifically, I'm going to fuck up. It chased me down. It fucked me up. I respawned at a save point, which it was next to. It turned around, fucked me up again right next to the save point. Uh, so that, that, that game escalated very fast. Uh, hopefully I catch up soon. But I was kind of stomping through it. And now, ugh. 
Uh, so, I mean, really what helps you there is, like, leveling doesn't necessarily help too much. What no. does help is, is getting better, like, equipment. And you got to keep progressing through the game to get the better equipment. Like, uh, I, I didn't really hit my stride in that game till I got the, I forget what the fuck it's called, the sniper bow. And right. I got... The specific bow that I had was able to put on the armor shredding arrows, and that made everything easier. Then you right. could just blow fucking apart everything, and they, they start limping away, and you're like, not yet, bitch. Not yet. And then you kill them. You murder them. They're, they're robots. They don't feel anything. Just like I'm a robot. I don't feel anything. Just like you're a robot. I think it's also interesting that they, that game actually makes you, or at least for me, it has actually made me try out all the different types of arrows cycle through my armor like oh there's a bunch of fucking ice guys i'll put on the ice armor and i've actually noticed a good difference for that uh rather than most games where i'm like i'll just hit it more because i don't feel like switching my equipment so i'll just hit it more more will do it no yeah there's a lot of really cool uh equipment and armor in that game that you can equip all the styles look like radically different too which is neat um the, all the stats are really cool that they they give you and everything it's it's such an in-depth game and i can't wait till you beat it because i want to talk about the story we'll get there i i do have to say though and we don't have to say what but i called it with rost like first oh, introduction okay yeah not that it's particularly fair. hard but i called it yeah, I mean, I I think we all saw it coming. Like, well, well, we'll leave it at that. Uh, so so you've been just you you've been tr- slapping away at Horizon Zero Dawn. Have you been doing anything else? Slapping away at Horizon Zero. We picked uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild back up, inspired by some uh, lots of Game of the Year awards. Picked that back up. Now we're kind of just doing everything in the world except ending the game. All right. I mean, yeah, there there is plenty to do, and that's I think why God Game of the Year is because there's so much to do. Right. And it's 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 a really awesome game. I I should go back to it sooner or later. I'll get the DLC, but not yet, not yet. Now uh, switching over gears, uh, we got Matt Much here, and Matt Much. Uh, firstly, you are a fantastic photographer, and you were uh, at Magfest with us, and you took tons of pictures and stuff. But we'll get over to that in a second. I want to talk about what you've been doing. Uh, in in nerddom, I, yeah. While while Magfest was going on, like in between that, because uh, we we haven't heard from you in, in a while. So, because uh, I think the last time we heard from you was on uh, when I was still doing paper cuts. So, fill us in on how wh- what you've been doing with life and activities, activities in life. Well, um, you mentioned paper cuts, and paper cuts has gone on a indeterminate hiatus. <laughs> yes, it and, has. Um, I uh, I kept up the paper cut spirit by uh, running too low on money to buy comics anymore, so that you got to keep hope alive, you know. Th- that's fair. That's fair. It happens. Happens to all of us. And um, I dabbled in gadget repair with the big fan and friend of the show, Rega. His PS4 was broken, so uh, we did a lot of research and uh, brought that bad boy over to the workbench and. Uh, <laughs> It exploded. It just fucking works. It's just, it's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with like it. Like magic. Yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, we when we were coming back from MAGFest, uh, I, I think I brought it up, or Rega brought it up, that his PS4 doesn't take discs, and, you know, Matt was like, well, I mean, we could take a look at it, and, you know, we looked up if it's hard to fix, and the, the repairs at the worst is repairing the drive, like taking it out and replacing it with a new one. 
and that's not even too difficult, but there were a bunch of things you could do before that, uh, which was like just a totally depower the system, which is unplugging the power cable and just letting it sit for a while. Right. So um, when Vega gave Matt the, the PS4, he had to do that. And when Matt brought it back to his house, surprise, it worked again. So, uh, Matt, yeah. you're amazing. Yeah, you're a wizard. <laughs> I fixed it. You did. You did fix it. There you is, also a. Uh, there is a such thing as the tech support force field, where you you call IT over for help, and all of a sudden it works because they're close to you. But so it's not fully reliable. Don't though. yeah, but you can't underestimate it either. Very true. Uh, and then Matt actually took a look at my uh, my DSLR camera, and oh, that's uh, right. yeah, he, yeah, he got it. He got it working back to the point where I could take pictures with it again and video. So that is good, because uh, that that camera is confusing as fuck if you don't know what you're doing. Um, and I I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna be the first to say I am not a photographer. Like I I can muddle my way through it, but um, yeah. No, uh, I, I had Matt take a look at it, and it is now working correctly, which, Matt, thank you very, very much. No problem, man. Uh, so uh, you were at MAGFest, and MAGFest is the music and games uh, festival, and you took a lot of pictures and stuff, and there's uh, a bunch of stuff on your Instagram. Uh, what's your Instagram, Matt? It's uh, at StuffY. And uh, there, there's some fantastic photos on there, and you've gone to a bunch of stuff like Colossal Con, uh, Comic-Con, Kodak, uh, 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 why? Why is my never been to Otakon? Been to uh, PAX. PAX. Uh, what the hell's the one that's coming up? Katsukon. Katsukon. That's what I was thinking of. Katsukon, I was gonna say. Yeah. I was gonna say Kotakukon, and I'm like, no, that's a website. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kotaku but, uh, would have a con. They'll get there. Yeah, they will eventually. Uh, so I, I wanted to ask you real quick. Out of out of the stuff you've taken this year, what what's been your favorite picture? Your favorite character that you've uh, taken pictures of? Oh man. Um... I mean, I know, I know you've taken a lot, so like, if if you need a hot minute there, it's cool. Um, but well, the first I, thing that comes to mind is probably the the party cow that was roaming around Magfest, but that's, that's whoa, not very whoa, serious. whoa, 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 <laughs> party cow. Yeah, please. It was explain. Uh, it was a man dressed in a full, technically female cow uh, onesie because it had udders, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, he was. Roaming around in just the cow suit and a black hoodie because it was cold. I don't know. Cows get and, cold. And um, he was literally roving the entire hotel, as far as I know, just looking for parties and then busting in on them. <laughs> and he was proclaiming he was the party cow <laughs> and uh, he was here to party. You know, can, can, you fl- can you fault that logic, though? I mean... That's so that's pretty the good. The room, the room that I was hanging out in part of the time, literally set out a beacon on the balcony to draw people in to the party. Right. And the party cow followed the beacon like like the Christmas story, he followed the star on the 14th floor and he found the party. That's incredible. I love it. There was uh there was also Ugandan knuckles. There was at no. least one Ugandan knuckles. There was yep. one Yep. Thankfully, one <laughs> Ugandan knuckles. We didn't get close enough to see if he would click or anything, or if he knew the way. But uh, he was—he was nodding. He was nodding though. He was doing a lot of nodding. Uh, we it was were... amazing. He had, honest to God, we were twelve stories above him, so he must have had ten-inch googly eyes on his head. It was great. It was probably they were the, massive. They were the best thing ever. Can you please explain this terrible beam to me? 
Uh, well, all right. So you've never seen the videos? I I know it's from that VR chat game, but like, why is yeah, it? I mean, I'll, but why? Just like after. <laughs> We'll just show you a video after because I don't even know if there's any utility in describing it. Yeah, like I, I mean, just real quick, it was I guess a group show notes, of, show notes. Yeah, it, it's just <laughs> it's a group of dudes that uh, all had these little like squished knuckle like characters that were running around, and they go, "Do you know the way? Do you know the way? I know the way. Do you know the way?" And they would start like looking for a queen, so they find the most anime ass like jiggly boobed VR like avatar that there was, and be like, "You're the queen. You're the queen. She knows the way. She knows the way." And then she start doing a dance, and then they'd be like, "That is the way. That is the way." <sighs> and I don't, I don't need to go any further. It's just, oh, it's all the ridiculousness. We'll, we'll show you a video I before hate we it. sign off. It's just, it's, it's, it's new peak internet. Great. Just We've hit a new, a new elevation and peak internet. Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse. I and mean, they're, they're on the Ugandan server. Is that right, or is that false? I I don't know what it is. I I really maybe that's why they're called Ugandan Knuckles. I don't know. I I don't want to know. Like I draw my knowledge at like the two videos I've seen, and then that's it. <laughs> I, I I didn't do any research, but I definitely saw a headline that says why Ugandan Knuckles is so racist and why you're bad for liking the meme. I didn't click into it, but I was like, I'm done with the internet. This is. This is Off too the much. Top of my head, it would really only be racist if it wasn't somebody with that native accent doing that accent. Well, the thing about the internet is anything is racist if you try hard enough. Um, I really don't appreciate you saying that. I find that to be very racially charged. You, I, I turned my webcam on before we started recording. You immediately made a race joke. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yes. You you did say for Glenn to check the white balance because he was more yellow than you, and that's not okay. And then you said it was okay for Holy you to shit, say can that. Can we cut that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's not going to be in the show. I but might this conversation I about it is. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine, Matt Much. It's fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> I've said way worse on on many other shows. Oh, so like it, the Game of the Year podcast. Check it out yeah, on Stone Age Gamer. Let's not. I, you know what? I asked them. I was like, maybe you guys should cut that. And they said, no, nah, it's funny. And I said, all right, as long as you guys think it's funny and no one's going to get, like, hurt or anything, I guess it's fine. Someone probably got hurt, but oh, well. It, it is what it is. It's on the record as me saying it now. Uh, so where are we going with this? What has everyone been up to? How was MAGFest? Uh, it was... It was good. It was my yeah. first. I don't know. It was Dean's second or third or something. Yeah, I, I th- uh, second. I think it was my second. It's uh, understandable that they're hard to remember. Yeah. I mean, you, you saw me. I, <laughs> I went hard from fucking 11 in the morning all the way up to when we went to bed. I did not stop drinking. But, uh, I Dean mean... Dean went hard, and uh, he was, like, the second most sober person there. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, because I know how to space out my, like, drinking to where I'm just happy all the time. I can't say that for everyone else. <laughs> everyone else got at, sick or hammered at, at some point. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I kept my wits about me. Uh, it, it worked good. It was a lot of fun. There was plenty of music. Uh, we saw DJ Cutman's set. Uh, that was really, really cool. All his, like, Game Chops label people. That was super neat. Um oof. We uh, we saw a few panels, um, which was cool. 
Uh, the guy from Futurama was there. The guy who plays Bender. He was. Huh. Yeah, he was in the uh, the voice cast panel thing. I think. Oh. I'm pretty sure that was him. I couldn't tell. We were all the way in the back, but it sounded exactly like him. Uh, he's the guy who also does um, Jake on Adventure Time. So, yeah, there's that. And now, okay, hang on, guys. I got to turn my speakers off because they've been on, and I was wondering why I was getting so much fucking sound. Give me give me one sec here. <laughs> okay. So I, I couldn't tell because I have my, my headphones on. I'm like, I'm getting more sound than normal, which is fine because I could just gate it all out. And this is a really good microphone and the speakers are in back of the microphone. So I wasn't picking all that much up. But I was like, this is way more than normal. I have no idea what's going on. All right. So now now I don't feel crazy anymore. Now I will hear slightly less. I thought I was turning into Dan for a minute. You're still okay. crazy. Uh, yeah, you're right. I am crazy. Uh, so <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Dan. Yeah, what about him? We saw the Rare Egg Machine at MAGFest. We did. We did see the Rare Egg Machine from Pad at MAGFest. I wanted to, to, to turn his arm, but I figured if I did that, I might rip it off because <laughs> I just want to keep doing it. Um. Especially if he gave me sh- something shitty. He did have a bucket, so I was hoping there might be eggs in it, but we never got close enough to check. It does bother me. I hope one day I will be able to find him again at another convention. Uh, so, oh. yeah. I th- what? I never seriously answered what my favorite character I oh, saw Oh, yeah. No, of course. Go ahead. And uh, not necessarily to the exclusion of anyone else, but my favorite might have to go to the lovely young woman who is willing to do the outdoor shoot that I was joking about at the start of MAGFest. Oh, man. Yeah, Matt, go ahead. That's tell Glenn. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I, got, I didn't even show that to Glenn. No. Um, I, met, I met a famous photographer that I've hung out with a couple times before, and um, she said, I'm looking for somebody brave to do an outdoor shoot. And when I got to MAGFest and it was 11 degrees Fahrenheit outside, I had jokingly posted, who wants to do an outdoor shoot? I'm at MAGFest because it was a fucking joke. It was 11 degrees outside. And then my friend comes along and says, I want to do an outdoor shoot. And I say, you're out of your goddamn mind. You're not going to find anybody willing to do that. And And then (laughs) within like 10 minutes, we happen upon (laughs) another friend of mine who is dressed as a really good 2B from Nier. And um, I didn't even think of it. Not weather appropriate. Not weather appropriate at all. (laughs) This this girl um, gave no fucks, though. (laughs) She didn't. She didn't give any fucks because the photographer asked, like, would you want to come outside to a location and do a shoot? And she said, yeah, all right, where are we going? It was like, it's only three blocks away. Oh, God. <laughs> it's 19 degrees outside. She said, let's go. And I said, what? And then we went. Excellent. Excellent. There, that's, the, that's three blocks in, like, fuck off heels, if it's accurate to the character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and, like, blistering wind. Like, it hurt to be outside. Oh, yeah, we were God. next to a bay. So there was all a frozen bay, mind you. Perfect. Yeah, it was so cold the water froze over. Like we were when we'd take the elevator down, you'd be able to see uh everything and it was just fucking ice. It was like it's that cold out. We've we've reached the coldest point of winter, I think. 
Uh, yeah, that that was when that whole bomb cyclone thing. Yeah, that's 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 your uh, that's your picture. Yeah, uh, that's that's uh, that's when the uh, the bomb cyclone thing happened, and it was it was just a mess getting down there. We got there at I think uh, three in the morning. Oh, Glenn, look at the screen. Ooh, that's the picture. Nice. I, I'm yeah, hoping. Focus. I, I'd like to see. I'd like to see all of them sometime. I hope they look uh, very post-apocalyptic over the frozen lake. Well, for some reason. There was a geodesic dome huh. in a parking lot. Huh. And nothing <laughs> says the end of the world like a geodesic dome. I mean, we did yeah. stay at a really fancy hotel, so, I mean, that could be why they had a geodesic dome. It's uh, very it's not, interesting. It's not a hotel lot. That's true. That's, that's right. I mean, fuck it. Put, I put it in a parking lot three blocks away. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, all right. So, so uh, we talked about so Matt's Magfest is pictures. Dean's Magfest yeah. is drinking. Do you guys do anything else? Do you hit panels up? Do you game? We did see an incredible panel. Yeah, we did. Um, we we saw the uh, guys who do anime crime division. That show that I showed you <gasps> with the uh, pro ZD. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> they were uh, they were really cool. The to be honest. They didn't talk too much about the show. Like the part that Matt saw, I don't think they. You said they, they didn't they talk about the, sh- about the show until you got there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then they started playing "Getting Over It" with Bennett Foddy, and then making oh fun of people's uh, Steam Steam games lists, which was even better. Uh, and th- it was amazing. Uh, we had a really fun time watching them. Um, I saw a few panels with Michelle, but like they normally started out alright, and then they just devolved into like a mess a lot of the time. Like, uh, we, oh, we saw one that was just fucking priceless. Like, I, it was insane. It was, um, looking back at Neopets and how it was a place for furries to congregate. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, like, I thought it was going to be more about Neopets. It was more about these four girls and how they were into the furry community. And I was like, this was not my Neopets. I just wanted to play the games and get some coins and stuff and yeah it it was a wild fucking hour man it was a real wild hour so so it wasn't about like uh, like a weird furry conglomeration surrounding it was about four specific people well they were t- i guess it was supposed to be but they kept going back to their own experiences okay so um it got weird but it also disengaged the audience a lot because i think a lot of people were there like to hear about the actual community and it just it was more about like their kind of trivial and the, the four people who did it weren't exactly the most interesting people in the world so uh it yeah like it, it got really like off topic and people started talking and stuff so yeah it was it was a little ridiculous also i don't know why they put this in the largest room possible like <laughs> i oh yeah it, you it can was deny just, it all you want but the furry community is ever growing it is. It's I'm not true. saying that, but like, it's, it's just I was expecting some something else, and I I got like four girls very very descriptive responses to like their their question that they put out. So yeah, it was it was it was interesting. Yeah, um, I feel like I would let's throw this out into the internet. I feel like I would love like a historical analysis of where marginalized groups used to hang out. Because, like, Neopets seems perfect for a furry community. You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. what strange, like, kink hung out on Gaia online? Somebody get Waypoint on that. <laughs> Waypoint's horny yeah. enough. They'll do it. 
There we go. All right, let, let's let's get them on that. No, we're not hiring another podcast to do our dirty work. We're going to fucking do it. We'll dig deep. We'll, we'll be like... the most hard-hittingest. No, they, fuck it. We're going to be more hard-hitting now. We're going to be the 60 minutes of fucking podcasts now. <laughs> That's what case. we're going to be. All right, good, good. All right, uh, yeah, so, so Matt, have you been doing anything else besides our uh, con exploring and uh, repairing some sweet, sweet uh, gear? Most likely, but I can't think of it. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so yeah, it's running a little long, so I'll uh, I'll I'll keep it short because uh, I I wanted to move on to our actual topics. Um, so I uh, found my wayward children a couple days ago. Um, they were at my friend's house. I found both of my PSPs that I apparently owned and then basically just gave away because I have not seen them in. Eight years, I think. Nine years, Your somewhere around sons. there. Your poor, yeah, I, poor sons. Yeah, they were gone for a Did while. You just assume their gender. Yes, it's a, it's okay. <laughs> I, I call them, I call them my, my boys. Um, so, uh, M- Michelle got me on this, this kick, uh, where she was like, I, I got my, my roommate's PSP, and I want to play Persona Three. And I was like, you know what? She's talked a whole bunch about Persona 3. And then I Googled the the PSP version of Persona 3, which is supposed to be like the like the version to play if you're gonna play Persona 3. Right. So I said, fuck it. Like I have a PSP around here somewhere. So I go digging through all my draws and I can't find either of the PSPs that I'm supposed to add. I had four at one point and I sold <laughs> two. Um don't ask me why I had four. I don't. I don't know. I get they were all different colors. Like I had the God of War one. I had a black okay. one. Yeah. I had a silver one, and I had a go. I remember selling the God of War one and the black one. So I had a silver and my PSP go laying around, and I didn't know where they were. And then I remembered I gave them to big fan of the jo- so uh, big fan of the show Jesse. And I was like, "Do you still have my PSPs?" And she said, "Actually, yes. I was just holding them the other day." And she said, "Do you want them?" <laughs> and I said weird statement yeah i i she she was holding my psp she wasn't she wasn't fondling them she was holding them it's fine well i hope she wasn't fondling them that that'd be weird anyway Um, so psps need love too i guess they do so i i i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna take them back um i'm taking them back so uh yeah she gave me my psp go a couple days ago i started playing persona 3 i think she gave it to me on Sunday or no she gave it to me on Tuesday and I have put 20 hours into Persona 3 it's yeah it's it's been a it's been a ride man it's been a real ride with Persona 3 I got uh I got up to the third area so far and uh we're we're moving right along like I'm I'm doing shit pretty quick uh it's been a lot of fun and then uh, I think after this I'm finally gonna move on to Persona 5 or maybe I'll just dilly dally longer I don't know yet you should uh, no, find no find one of your four Vitas and play Persona 4 Golden. I, I don't have four Vitas. I also sold the only Vita I had. Damn. And when I looked up how much it would cost to buy it back, they're still kind of expensive. They're and pricey. I don't want to put out that. Yeah, like uh, for one on Amazon, it's 200 And the cheapest one I saw on eBay was like 115 which that's not bad. I just don't have $115 to spend on a system I'm going to play with, like, for one game. So far. I mean, there's probably other shit I'd find, but one just game as Just play the now. fuck out of it and then turn it around. Hustle. Like, oh, okay. I thought you meant just turn it, like, over, and I'm like, there's nothing <laughs> on the other side. 
I hey, think there's, there's a, a touchpad touch across the entire <laughs> back of it's it. It's probably got a nice logo too. Such a weird system, like it's fucking ahead of its time. The PSP was ahead of its time, and then the PS Vita was way ahead of its time. Like had remote play, like it was a yeah. switch before there was a switch. Yeah, um, just not all the way Except together it didn't yet. Switch. You couldn't what? switch. You couldn't there switch. There was only You're one right. mode. You couldn't like in there they with that little commercial that they do so yeah i i uh i found those that was really really cool um i started doing bit bites again which that that made me happy i put up an episode uh when i was talking about my uh my hori pad uh gaming controller for the switch which is good i enjoy that controller it works way better than the pro controllers d-pad because i was Ooh. using it for uh tetris and it's only 21 dollars compared nice. to 70 uh the caveat is it doesn't have uh rumble and it doesn't have uh, the NFC chips, and it's not wireless. How long is the wire? It's fucking long. Okay, good. Like That's all we it, need. it's yeah. Like uh, I was wrapping it back up after I did the uh, the the review, and uh, I it was like just spaghetti. It never ended. <laughs> I couldn't find the end of it. Uh, so yeah, that was neat. Um, Michelle and I were playing Catherine during the weekend, and then Jesse came over, and she was beating Catherine for Michelle because Michelle's not very good at Catherine. Catherine's hard. Yeah, yeah. Even on easy, it was fucking vicious. Like I felt bad. Um, she got really mad at one point, and like just it looked like she lost all hope. And then when she found out Jesse was coming over, she felt better because Jesse's beaten the game. We got all the way to the last boss, so she just has to go back and clean the game up if she wants, or otherwise she'll wait for Jesse to come over and beat it. How so about we'll, that baby, though? That was oh, with the chainsaw on the eye. No, man. No, <laughs> yeah. no way. Oh, God, that was disgusting. That fucking freaked me out. Glad um, I missed that. Ca- Ca- oh, Catherine, oh, no. for those who oh, don't know, oh, is a game about uh, adult relationships also being nightmares so yeah, you know also much. it's very japanese it is super japanese that game got real fucking weird um have i been doing anything besides that? i'm trying to think uh what was i doing on my ps4 i i beat wolfenstein nice um which i one? started playing wolf the first one okay uh, i started playing wolfenstein 2 i got really far but like man no one was kidding when that they said that game was hard, even on the easy difficulty. It's fucking hard. Like, stupid hard. Like, a game on easy should not be that hard. But whatever. I mean, fuck it. Fine. I guess, like, it's cool. I gotta go back to finishing it. Like, I'm, I think, two levels before the end. So I just gotta power through and beat it. Uh, but now I kind of just want to be Persona first. So we'll see what happens. Is, uh, is Wolfenstein as crazy as everyone says it is? Yes. I hear it goes places. It goes places. It's it gets real fucking nuts. Even the first one gets gets weird. Um uh yeah, so I'm I'm ex- I don't want to spoil it. I'm not going to say anything. But yeah, it's it's definitely worth playing. It's a cool game. Uh, I've had a lot of fun uh playing it. It's just super hard and it can get frustrating at points when a game is that hard. So uh yeah, I guess it's just be prepared for that sort of uh difficulty if you're going to get into it. Uh but it was on sale during Christmas. I bought it for like 20 bucks. Nice. Yeah, That's you can't like and then I bought Prey I think the day after Christmas for 20 bucks. So I have a lot of games in my hopper waiting to go. And that was the last thing I wanted to talk about. Man, did I make a fucking huge oversight when i was talking about game of the year games go on golf story that game is fucking great oh my god like i totally forgot about that game i heard someone talking about it on um 
Uh, Idle Thumbs. Matt uh, actually told me about that podcast. And for their, their Game of the Year podcast, they talked about Golf Story. And I was like, holy shit, how did I forget about that game? It's so good. It's it's the Mario Golf, like, GBC version, and or the, the Game Boy Advance version, like, put together with this really, really funny story and, like, all these, these like, little quirks going on. And I forgot about it. And that bummed me the fuck out. Uh, but it's okay. I'm mentioning it now. Everyone should go buy Golf Story. That game is just fantastic. If you have a Switch, it's great. There's so many great things out on the Switch right now, but that is definitely one you should pick up. I actually bought that game sight unseen because you were playing through it and you recommended it so strongly. I haven't launched it yet, unfortunately. Okay, I was, I was going to be like, did but... you like it? Because it's, it's a great game. Nice. Good. It's good, uh, good that it's getting its dues. Yeah, I, I... kids and your Switches. Oh, come on, Matt. You want a Switch. Yeah, I would take a Switch, but I have so much other shit to do first. That's fair. When, That's when fair. I, when I win that sweet uh, GDQ raffle and get that Switch, we'll, we'll talk. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I, I guess let's talk about a little bit of news since we're like on, what, what was I talking? I said Game Boy Color. So yeah, this, this kind of ties into that. I give um, you the perfect GDQ segue. And you oh, threw yeah, you it did. out the window. Yeah, sorry. I kind of forgot about the GDQ thing. All right, hang on. Rewind. Say it again. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. When I win that sweet GDQ raffle and get an extra Nintendo Switch, Matt, we'll talk. Speaking oh. of awesome games done quick, uh, uh, <laughs> awesome games done quick, um, like reached a new peak, I think, with uh, $2.2 million in donations. Yes. Yeah, new record. Two, $2,261,000, I believe, which is uh, just above last year's 2240 crazy a lot of money crazy yeah. amount of money donating to uh prevent cancer foundation yeah that's, that's great um now you you said you had some uh highlights going on because matt and i didn't catch any of this so if we wanted to go back where would we be looking at glenn all right emma and i make a, a whole event out of watching games done quick so uh, well, i i have a michelle few and i to highlight <laughs> yeah, Michelle and I are totally crashing you guys next year. We we want to watch uh, some of that. Let's let's talk about summer. The June. It's the last last week in June, I believe. All right, so, I'm taking off right now. Uh, there there's a few solid runs I want to highlight. I'm just gonna go through them real quick. There was uh, Kid Icarus, the NES game, run by Darkwing Duck. Great run, solid, just funny guy. Did a great job, hit all the tricks. Good run to check out. What? And he sings a lot. <laughs> okay. There, I mean, that's good. There was a Link to the Past randomizer race uh, run by Andy and Chris, who I guess if you know Link to the Past speedrunning, you know Andy and Chris. Uh, great, great gameplay. Link to the Past randomizer races are always fun. But the commentary was scathing and hilarious. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Uh, another one to highlight is Toy Story run by Germro. He... He had commentators around him. Uh, Toy Story, the SNES game. Uh, everyone was enraptured by his gameplay. I don't know what it was, but all of his friends surrounding him were like, they're all leaned in. They're off the couch. Some people are like on the floor so they can get closer to the screen and see better. Uh, good run. Lots of fun. That's hyped as fuck. <laughs> I got I to gotta give a shout out to the Hollow Knight run by Mickley3, uh, just because I love Hollow Knight so much. Guy did a great run. Uh, solo commentary and fucking nailed it. Uh, two more. Best use of ladders. 
uh, is the Bloodborne speedrun by Jesus Here's Toast, uh, who is more beard than man. And if you ever want to see a beard spe- speedrun, Bloodborne by Jesus Here's Toast. That guy, Just hair hitting buttons. That guy was so funny that I, within a minute and a half of his run, I was already subs- uh, following him on Twitch. I speed ran following him on Twitch. He was so good. But <laughs> most importantly, and if you check out one thing I recommend ever, Check out the Titanic NES game run by Author Blues at AGDQ 2018. It's like 12 minutes tops. It's the most you'll laugh watching somebody speedrun a game ever. <laughs> it's I... it's uh, an NES like bootleg Titanic game spelled Titanic. T-I-T-E-N-I-C. I heard of this game. Uh, Jontron yes. uh, mentioned it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm. I'm down. I'm down to check that out. That sounds like fun. It's amazing. Uh, so all right. So- games done quick. Good people. I loved it. Check them out. All their stuff gets uploaded to uh, YouTube. All the Twitch vods are around. There's a ton of people recommending their own highlights. If you want to sort through that stuff, and don't take my word for it. Uh, but watch. Watch Titanic. Well, that's 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 freaking awesome. Uh, that's that's great. I mean, that's that's super cool that you know they raised that much money and you know it's going towards a good cause. And not to mention, uh, we're we're gamers, so this stuff is super exciting to us. It's like the Olympics of of retro gaming, pretty much. Like speedrunning is kind of its its own little community, and they do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, right. And it's it's great to watch, especially for something like this where it's a marathon and it takes place during a weekend, so. You know, you have off, you can relax, uh, tune in and out. It, and uh, the way Glenn and Emma do it are the, is, is the best because they treat it like it's an event. And it is an event. It's an awesome event. So, yeah, yeah uh, I, I can't wait till Summer Games Done Quick comes along. I, I like the, uh, the art theme they had one of the years was Toe Jam and Earl themed, and it looked really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, they, they always have really good, really good art. Uh, just really good things surrounding that. A lot of people put a lot of time and effort into that, and you just can't. They, I, they, it can't be said enough that it's a good thing that they're doing. Speaking yeah. of a good thing, <laughs> uh, well, no, Matt looked like he was going to say something. What's the good thing, Matt? Oh, sorry to interrupt. The, no, go ahead. The segue, but I was just going to say, I think it's not the same, but the the runs are available year round on video on demand you can still enjoy it yes oh absolutely yeah 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 so they have it's... uh games done quick is their youtube channel where they archive everything they they eventually go back and clean them up a little bit uh kind of take out some of the in-between stuff and then the twitch vods are also always uh saved so they're always available mm-hmm. if you just want to see the whole dang thing uh we have to make a replay event and just all hang out. <laughs> there we go. Take take a week and a half off work. <laughs> That's what we're doing. You said it, not me. It's happening. Uh, speaking of things happening, there we go. Here's my new segue. Uh, the people from Hyperkin who made the Smart Boy, uh, the Retron 5, and other crazy emulation systems are making a Game Boy. They're making a fucking Game Boy. They're They're making... They're making a system called the Game Boy Ultra. Now, this is not an emulator in the way you think. Uh, This is not like a system you plug into your television. They are making just what looks like a legitimate Game Boy Pocket with backlit screen, uh, and will play all old Game Boy games. Uh, I don't know if it'll play Game Boy Color, but it will definitely play original Game Boy games, uh, which is really cool. 
Uh, and the list price isn't that much. It's 100 bucks. Uh, it will have stereo speakers for uh, those chiptune fans out there, which they made a point of saying. Uh, it has an adjustable backlight screen, so you can change the brightness. Uh, and it has the regular contrast and volume dials as well. Uh, so this thing's pretty OG, uh, but I, I think it's just very cool that they're doing it. Um, I've, I'm always a fan of the emulation uh, systems because as time goes on, the old hardware tends to crap out in some way or another, and not everyone is able to repair their gear. So, I mean, if you could preserve it by not playing it, uh, that's better, and you can have something like this as a workhorse where it's not, you know, the original tech, but it'll work just as good. I think that's really, really cool. Uh, no date on it yet, but uh, they said it will be around a hundred bucks. Oh, they also say that the, uh, oh my god, that, sorry, they also <laughs> say that the buttons will be clickier, maybe even tack switches. Who knows? Oh, that that'd be huh. really cool. I nice. I always dig tack switches. Uh, that like tack switches can't prove anything, things. but. Uh, well, and uh, they said something about actually integrating a common chiptune music software into the device. Oh, that'd be cool. Beyond the stereo speakers. Yeah, if they uh, added an LSDJ, that, that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, um, that's the one. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a cool system. I, I think for chiptune musicians, it'd be really cool, especially if they added the... Um, the the software on there because otherwise I believe you it's really difficult to get nowadays uh, and you have to have a flash cart for it and stuff it's a whole fucking mess but um where was I going with this uh yeah does it work on an EverDrive I don't well see the thing is I don't know if it's original hardware or it's it's a chipset that would like sort of act like original hardware so we're gonna have to wait and see. Um, I would imagine if they're going through the the trouble of charging a hundred bucks and making it a like uh, close to what a Game Boy would resemble, they're probably going to use a chipset that would play uh, original uh, stuff as would a uh, original Game Boy. So an EverDrive would work at that uh, uh, at that point. If that hmm. makes sense, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. That That's made pretty some cool. sense. <laughs> made enough sense. The other, the other thing I want to point out is that they they said that the the concept design has a blue tint to the screen, but they're adding an RGB wheel so that you can change the screen's color tint at will. That oh, that's kind of cool. I did Interesting. Not like that blue. Crazy thing. Uh, I mean, yeah, that'd be really neat if you could change it to like the original green. Uh, right. like if you could get that color, I I I, I dig that. I don't uh, think anything can reproduce that spinach color. <laughs> oh, dude, that spinach color is the best, man. Of course they can. Just give it time. Give it time, Matt. Much. All right. So the last thing I wanted to talk about here is, oh god, where am I? Uh, yes, Rose Color Gaming uh, built an NES, a, a Super Nintendo, in a clear acrylic case, which I thought was cool because I saw that, that, yeah, yeah, that means you could see the inside of the Super Nintendo. Uh, with all its circuitry and everything, and it looks super neat. Rose Color Gaming has been around for a long time, like at least four or five years now, uh, and they are just um, a custom uh, system, a, a custom case manufacturer, I guess. They do a lot of uh, customized casing for uh, fight sticks, for, for Game Boys, um, and regular console systems. And they've come out with some really cool stuff over the years. If you haven't seen it, go over to rosecolorgaming.com and check out their gallery. Uh, they got all kinds of cool stuff throughout the years. And they also do some limited run uh, cases that you can just take apart your Game Boy and slap together a new case, which is really neat. 
Um, I don't know if I'm uh, missing anything here, but I mean, this was a hand-built exterior, uh, which is really cool. So, I mean, you can always ask them to build you something, but it comes with a price. Most of their stuff is really expensive. But I just thought it was a cool thing to take a look at because um, it looks really pretty. Like, there, <laughs> there is, like, it looks like a piece of art instead of just a video game system at this point. Uh, and they, they did a lot of like nice little professional touches just to give it that, that extra feel. Um, so, I mean, what do you, what do you guys think about this? It it looks real cool. <laughs> yeah. If mine was in bad condition, I would consider like buying a case and switching it over. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, th- I think it was a, a cool thing to, uh, do. Uh, so that that pretty much does it for the news. I just wanted to point these out real quick because uh, they were the co- they were cool little things that happened this week, uh, and I figured they wouldn't take too long to talk about because uh, we we don't have time for that shit. We're already behind. Uh, so I'm gonna go to the um the 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 little light and fuzzy topic that I do uh, every time around the show, and it's good that we have Matt here because I always love to do it with people who don't know what's coming. Uh, the even furry though, topic? Yeah, the furry topic. Um, so uh, there, there's a store by us. It's a mom and pop store called uh, Digital Press. And um, they they have all these great games uh, there. And if like you're in the North Jersey area, it's always worth uh, checking out because they have some fantastic... Uh, they have a fantastic selection of games. They have a lot of stuff on display as far as like old systems and things. Uh, and I think pretty much all of it's for sale for, for a price. Obviously, rarer things are going to cost you more money. Uh, but to the point, uh, their, their help are always super nice, and I always notice that, and it, it's really nice just being in there. Uh, I, I love just taking my time and sometimes just shooting the shit with uh, some of the, uh, the clerks because they, they actually care about what they sell, which is cool compared to someone at, you know, I don't know, a GameStop. Which uh, some sometimes they don't give as many shits, uh, and it's it's nice to feel like um, you're not just being shoved things for just the sake of selling it. You want to pre-order um, some Funko Pops? Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I would rather burn all the Funko Pops in the world. <laughs> uh, oh, GameStop, how the mighty have fallen. Um, but yeah, uh, so my my question to you guys is: you walk into Digital Press and there, there is a, a box there, and you open it, and it says, you can put any shopkeeper from a video game to help you out and be your shopkeeper for this time you are here. Who do you guys pick? Uh, Glenn, why don't you go first? This is very easy. Okay. So, the shopkeeper from Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Two reasons. First reason. Okay. He just got... Sign like shit just has prices out. You just leave your money. You take your item. You go. You don't have to like interact. It's easy, guy. Okay, he trusts. If if you betray his trust, he'll probably kill you anyway. So it's fine. Second reason, he will sing to literally every track that, that plays. That is pretty great. Yeah, that's, that's pretty it's good. amazing. So like he does like <laughs> opera singing. It's great. And and, uh, and his name is, if I remember correctly, is Freddie Merchantry. So oh, stop! I want to I want to hang out with Freddie and and have him sing you know along to some of our. Maybe there's a game playing in the background. He's singing along to One One from Super Mario Brothers. Okay, all right. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Uh, uh, Matt, what do you got for me? Fuck, that's really good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
I mean, I thought I had it on rap just because I immediately thought of the shopkeeper from Resident Evil 4. It's a good one. The weird guy with no face and the giant cloak, and he's got the 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 voice. What are you buying? <laughs> that was really good. That's pretty good. What you, you selling? I there love it. I'll buy it at a fair price. He does. I like it. I, you I mean, know, he, he never buys anything at a fair price. I thought I was good until you started talking about your fucking shopkeeper. And the only <laughs> other one I can think of is Nico from Secret of Mana on Super Nintendo because he's a fucking cat. Oh, he was cute. I would uh, buy video games from a cat. That you wouldn't or would? I would. Okay, I'd go I, to see him. I mean, that's, I'd start that's playing fair. games again just to see him. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Uh, oh. It's a big purple kitty. I mean, it, it's you better than Big the Cat. It's, it's way better than Big the Cat. So, you hey, know, man, Big the Cat's okay. He didn't get his due. Okay. We're, we're not going. We can't go there. We, we will not go there. No, I'll go, go there. <laughs> oh no, don't do not. Do not we're Oh shit, we're arriving. Where oh, are we God. arriving? There. No. Big the cat was not. wronged. <laughs> Alright, Glenn. Alright. Floor is yours. How is Big the Cat wronged? He's a good boy, and all he wants to do is hang out with his frog and eat sandwiches and stuff, I assume. And probably chili dogs. But it's the all the all the frogs just run away and make him sad. And I can I can I can commiserate because I have cats and they're trying to run away right now and make me sad. Big the okay. cat, Big cat, the cat was a good boy. He didn't ask ask to be in a video game. They made him. He just wanted to live his life, hang out with this cool ass frog that has a tail, and and you know just hang out. Poor Big. <laughs> Justice no. for Big the cat. Justice for Big the cat. Don't don't that you're not making that into a thing. That I hope to God that's never a thing. I think it's Hashtag already a Justice thing. for Big. Oh God. Uh. All right. Okay. Show notes. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay, so uh I mine. Um I'm gonna go with Tom Nook. It's what? simple. Yeah, why what? what why not Tom Nook? Cause you're gonna you're gonna come in and he's gonna be like, Hey, uh it's cool that you already bought this super rare gold plated first edition Legend of Zelda NES. That'll be twenty thousand dollars. And you're like, Oh, I don't have twenty thousand dollars. He's like, That's cool. I already signed the loan docs at the bank for you. You can pay me back. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, who's as cute as this though? Oh, he's so cute. He looks exactly. a little and he looks a little high. So you know he'll be chill when he's lone shark. Exactly. Him. Yeah, so I mean, it's fine. I'll deal with it. Maybe I won't buy anything. Maybe I'll just come in and that little like jingle jingle will play like when I talk to actually I really hope it does. That would be the main reason I'd want to talk to him just to hear the little jingle when you talk to him. Of my uh, what is it? My my home theme. Uh yeah. But uh, Tom Nook, I I love Tom Nook. He's great. I mean, I could have just said Toad again and made the voice, <laughs> but I didn't this time. So yeah, I did the right thing here. Oh, I have, I have an honorable mention, if that's okay. I know it's not okay. in the spirit of uh of the light and furry questions, but okay. Uh, Emil from Near, because dude needs a break. Well, and I mean, he, and he, he also has a good song. He does have a good song. He's also, you know, gone now, but no, it's fine. It's he's fine. Still in my heart. He could be in your heart. That's that's <laughs> cool. That's cool. I I saw the secret ending with him. That was uh that was something. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. We it's gotta not, do that spoiler not cast. It's coming. 
We will. We will. You, you, did you write down your like 50 page thesis no, on Nier? It's all up in the head. Okay. All right. Uh, I so I think we're 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 getting close to the end of the show. Uh, is there anything you guys want to mention before I start doing the uh, the sign off here? Uh, tight. Decade is Reach version 3.0. Oh, that's true. Dean, tell us oh, about yeah, that I, site that I you get, did. I I made a site. Cool. Shoutouts. <laughs> yeah. Well. I, yeah. I mean. Um. I wasn't prepared to talk about this. Uh. Yeah. So. I. We. I. I finished working on the website. Uh. For. For the new Geekade. Um. I worked real hard on it. Uh. Chris worked real hard on it. We. We all. Put in a large amount of time and effort. And I helped. I, you did help. You actually helped me with like some of the final tweaking that I had no idea on how to do. Um. So yeah, uh, we we finally got it up and running. Everything looks really good. Uh, if you're interested in checking out our new streamlined website that works much better than the original, please go give it a look at geekade.com. Uh, and yeah, if you have any questions or anything about the website, you could always just shoot us a uh, a comment through the contact us page. Um, we'll we'll be happy to answer. Uh, yeah, so geekade 3.0 is live. Uh, it's cool. Uh, this this episode will be on there. So yeah. Woo! Did, did I miss anything about that? I don't think so, no, right? Just go check it. it out. Yeah, you should go check it out. Everyone should go check it out, except for Ugandan Knuckles. He does not know Dewey. You're welcome. Wait. I want him to be the shopkeeper. <laughs> All right, uh, guys, so remember to re- uh, remember to, uh, what is it? Uh, subscribe to the podcast uh, on iTunes or wherever you're listening to it. Uh, it's really helpful to us. Uh, yeah. You know, we've been doing this for a little while now, and we enjoy doing it. So, you know, if you enjoy it, uh, throw us throw some love. Uh, you can always uh, contact us at mailageekade.com if you want to talk to us about the show or just anything we talked about, like individually or whatever. Uh, be sure to email us. We'll be happy to get back to you. Uh, if you don't want to email us, though, and you want to get at us at Twitter, we're all on Twitter. Uh, Matt, where are you at on Twitter? You can find me at Geekade, Matt. And Glenn, where are you at? You could find me at Shrin, S-H-R-I-N-N. Send me all of your Neo-Yokio memes, please. All right. We'll talk later. Okay. Uh, And lastly, I am at Komodo underscore Vestlord. And, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We'll catch you next time in a new episode. So till next time, (laughs) Uh, keep playing games, stay Vestly, and have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.